Hey, it's Greg. Thanks for joining us on Toronto Today, September 27th on a Tuesday. Well, more threats of a political nature. Any way to reverse the clock on this? Any way to turn the car around? Go back in time to where there were fewer of these and we all handled them better and we all, by the way, got together and said this is wrong and called it out simultaneously? Well, it's happened now to Pierre Polyev's wife. So I'll give you something that I think Pierre Polyev could have done a bit differently and I'll give you one reason why criticism of him is very unfair. Both coming up in our 6 o'clock open, which you'll hear right here, right now. We're here again when it comes to threats to politicians. And right now, they're words. And no, words aren't violence. I'm not a words are violence person. But if it makes you feel a certain way, if you tense up, if you feel concerned about your safety, if you feel concerned about safety of someone you love, then it matters. Then it matters a ton. And what's happened now is a threat that's gone towards Pierre Polyev's wife, Pierre Polyev decided, and I get it, there's two different ways to go about this. I'm not sure there's even any middle ground. You ignore it, you move along, you press on, you understand that there is an element of being in the public eye that will bring you derision and it will bring you uh, raw emotion. But you shouldn't have to go home at night thinking, I'm, I'm worried that that car is following me too close. I'm worried about getting in my driveway and parking the car more than any normal person would. And when someone so specific as the opposition leader's wife is threatened as she was, it's a big problem. Here's the statement from Pierre Poiliev, and I won't mention the, the person's name. He did. That's OK. I'm not saying he's wrong to do that. But what the person wants is his name mentioned on shows like this. It's not going to happen here. I, I, all we can control is what we can control. Um, this weekend, I became aware of disgusting comments made by such and such and another man where they discussed sexually assaulting my wife. These men are dirtbags. Frankly, like most Canadians until about a month ago, I'd never heard of Diagonal and these losers. They are all odious. My office has referred these comments to the RCMP to assess whether criminal charges should be laid. This kind of garbage has no place in Canada. No one should face this abuse. So two things have transpired here. One, there's support across the aisle, across political lines for Pierre Poiliev. I've never had that happen in my household. Have you? You probably haven't. Nothing so graphic, nothing so specific, nothing so targeted by nature. And if that's the case, fantastic. Absolutely. You can feel good about the fact you don't know, you, you don't wrestle with what do I do, what do I not do. Personalities will always come into conflict. Personal lives, in the neighborhood, in workplaces. Uh, when you're a parent, they certainly will with you advocating for your kid. Of course, there'll be conflict in life. This goes above and beyond that, or should I say below and beyond that? Here's what Justin Trudeau said yesterday about basically his political rival. Guy wants his job, and Trudeau, to his full-on credit, steps up onto the microphone and says the right thing here. Uh, hatred um, that we've seen increasingly uh, in, the, uh, uh, in public discourse and in the public sphere. Uh, it's important that we all stand up and condemn that. And that's exactly what he did. Marco Mendicino yesterday, the minister of public safety. I mean, what's the idea of public safety? It's keeping the public safe. And it's certainly keeping your fellow politicians and their families and their spouses safe. Here's what he said. Everyone should condemn and denounce this horrific language. There's absolutely no place 
uh, for the kind of misogynistic and hateful uh, expression that we saw reported in Mr. Poilev's tweet. Um, I understand that uh, he has referred that matter to the RCMP, and of course, they will undertake an investigation independently. But regardless of political stripe, um, I think all parliamentarians and all Canadians uh, should be speaking with one voice in denouncing this. Now, here is the problem for Pierre Poiliev. There's video and still photos of him shaking hands with one of the two people on the podcast. Now, um, this gets to almost, and I'm not going to make this comparison of the two men, this gets to Trumpian territory where it became almost comical because issues of sexual assault weren't on the table, but where Trump would say, never met that person, don't know anything about him, I, sh- I take pictures with lots of people, I shake hands with lots of people. That's a little bit the angle Poiliev's playing here. So the, this presents two problems, and I don't know which is worse. You know, we often say, do you not know what's good or do, are you pretending that you don't? Do you not know what the public policy should be? Or are you pretending that you don't? Which is worse? So here's the problem for for Pierre. And I'm going to tell you this straight up. He has to choose a lane. And that lane will either be stop courting this fringe element and get get more to the middle. You don't even have to get more to the middle in terms of policy. But you absolutely disavow, disassociate, disassociate, disenfranchise. You do a lot of dissing. There's a lot of this words right there. And you get away from this group. And I feel there was some courting of some aspects of the convoy that Pierre Poiliev will probably wish he didn't do. Because I think that there are people that are going to vote for Pierre that have never voted for the CPC. That never voted conservative. That grew, in house, uh, grew up in households that never voted for Joe Clark or Brian Mulroney or Kim Campbell or even Stephen Harper. So you've done two, one of two things here. I don't think there's a third option. Poiliev didn't know these people were so bad, so crude, so out of the out of step with what's fair and what's not, and what's right and what's not, more specifically. And if you didn't know, can you be prime minister? Uh, I, I, it's not for me to answer that. Time will tell. Should you be prime minister? If you don't know, if you don't know some elements of the Freedom Convoy are who they are, is that good or is that good or bad? Is that, is that is that a notch on his belt or is that something that goes against him? The second possibility is you know who they are. You know what they do. You know what they'll say. And you don't mind if those fire hoses are turned the other way. You don't mind if that's the case. But you want their support. So you ignore it. And you play innocent bystander. And you look the other way. But when they turn on you, you're out. When they're good for you, you're good with them. When, they're, when, when they do something despicable, horrible, no question about it. Trudeau said it. Medicino said it. Anyone with a conscience and a heart would say it. You cut ties and sprint in the other direction. Well, that's a problem. Also a problem. So I don't know that yesterday, I'm proud that he did that. I'm proud that he was as graphic. I'm proud that he said, you leave my family alone, you're dirtbags. He said everything you should say. He said everything you should say. And let me defend Pierre Poiliev here. He said it about Christian Freeland also. This gross game on either side of the political fence, I got no time for. He condemned what happened in the the, uh, City Hall lobby in Grand Prairie, Alberta. He said it was wrong. He said no one should feel that way. Did he reference his own threats? Yes, he did. You can take or leave that. But he condemned it. Don't act like he said nothing.
Don't act like he wasn't involved. Don't act like he he went American and pled the fifth. He didn't do any of that. If you've got thoughts on this topic, whether you think Pierre messed up, whether you think he's in the right here or not, and whether you think he has to move completely away from this element, uh, and I don't even want to call them far right. They're just maniacs. They're maniacs. They're lawless maniacs. They'll go anywhere and do anything and say anything. And there's only so many of them, but one's too many. One's too many to amplify. One's too many to give airspace to. 